I'm Mick Hubert, voice of the Gators, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the flagship of the Florida Gators. Well, one last time for Mick Hubert, because I can tell you on the street, in the store, on this show, hey, Steve, have you heard anything more about the new voice of the Gators? Well, today, I can tell you the answer is yes, because he joins us now. Sean Kelly is the new voice of the Gators, only the fourth they've had since 1940, and no, I wasn't around for the first one. But, Sean, congratulations, welcome, and uh, I'll let you take it from here, Sean. Uh, the, the obvious question, what attracted you to this job? Well, I mean, it's, it's almost obvious, and thanks for having me. Just look at who the Florida Gators are and the fan base and the tradition and the championship excellence and, and all those things immediately draw you in um, with regard to the attraction for this job and my want to be there and, and be a part of the community. And by the way, don't, don't throw that rejoin in the can. Mick will always be the voice of the Gators. That never changes. And I am humbled and honored to, uh, to follow, <laughs> if I can, in some way, uh, his path. You know, one of the things, you know, sometimes timing's everything, Sean, because as you come in as a new voice, there's a new men's basketball coach here. There's a new Gator football coach, too. So that's kind of an interesting thing. You get a, a new starting point, and you get to develop that relationship right from the get-go. I can't wait to work with those guys. You know, Todd reminds me of a young Brad Stevens. I got to meet with him last week briefly. Um, I'm just super excited for what he's going to bring to Florida basketball. And then I'm pretty familiar with Billy Napier. I live in Louisiana uh, here for another couple of weeks. Uh, and to what Billy did with the UL Raging Cages is nothing short of miraculous. I'm a process guy, and he makes me look like uh, a shrimp when it comes to that. <laughs> he, he is all about process. He's all about recruiting the right people to fit a program and then developing uh, those young men into – uh, beyond even their wildest dreams. So that's why he turned around UL. That's why I think he's going to be successful in Gainesville. And, yes, uh, there is there's that newness, and I think that I noticed last week, just in my brief time in Gainesville, that there's a, a vibe around this program right now. There's an energy that um, perhaps is being noticed, I hope, you know, right there up close for everyone, but from the outside, and with me now coming in, uh, you can't help but feel it right now. You know, I've often told the story in hosting this show for almost 25 years about, you know, I can remember when I was a young kid sitting down with baseball cards and announcing the score based on how many cards I had of a certain team. What got you interested in doing this? Living where I did. I grew up in St. Louis. Um, Jack Buck was the voice of the Cardinals. Dan Kelly was the voice of the St. Louis Blues. You know, that's just to name a couple of some pretty outstanding broadcasters where I grew up. But much like it is in Gainesville and in, and in the great sports markets in this country, that that announcer was as much a part of the community as anything else. They were an ambassador of the teams they broadcast, and they just they brought it to life. I, I You know, I grew up in a house where the game was always on, and maybe it wasn't, you know, intent listening, but it was there. You know, it was in the background. It was a part of the process. Uh, you know, if you're in the car, you had the game on. I remember, you know, you talked about the baseball cards. I remember in 1982, I was 10 years old, the Cardinals were in the World Series. And back at that time, in the newspaper, not just the box score, but they would they would type out the play-by-play of the game. Wow. Um, so the next day, you could, 
you could pull up and it would say, you know, top of the first, uh, you know, uh, Gary Templeton, single to right, you know, uh, Terry Pendleton, I'm, I'm going to get the third base, Ken Oprichfell, actually, the third baseman, you know, grounded out the third. So I would read that, and then I would, having had listened to some of the game the night before, I would almost recreate that in some way. Yeah. And so that, you know, I, and then I deny myself. You know, in high school, like, you know, I got my britches too big, and I'm going to be a financial guy or, you know, <laughs> a lawyer or something like that. And then finally when I figured out that I wasn't very good at math and uh, the law thing was going to be a lot longer than I thought it would be, I finally gave in to my heart and started chasing this dream that, you know, in some ways culminates here today, you know, these many years later. Uh, yeah, isn't it funny, Sean, that a lot of broadcasters are not very good in math and science. So that That's one thing a lot of us have in common, and, and I'm right with you there. Um, let me also ask about your gig at ESPN. That You know, that's certainly something you've done and had a lot of fun with. You were the longtime play-by-play voice of the Pelicans so you've done a lot of sports. Do you have a favorite to do, or are they all a blast to do? It, it's it's kind of like asking, you know, which one's my favorite kid. I, I just I'm, <laughs> I'm that kind of guy, and I guess I, it was the way I grew up too. You know, you know when it was football season, football was my favorite sport. Uh-huh. You know, and, and and then basketball would roll around. Oh, basketball is my favorite sport. And then you know, baseball I probably played more than more of that than anything else. But I just I really love them all. But. I'll say this, there, there's nothing like a college football Saturday. I can't wait to experience a swamp as a, as a member of Gator Nation. Um, I've been to some unbelievable places in football and basketball, too, and now here recently, you know, in Major League Baseball. So I have favorites and I have some favorite moments, but there isn't one in particular. I just, I just love the rhythm of the seasons, really. And Yes, doing the NBA for as long as I did was great. Don't get me wrong. Um, I miss doing multiple sports. I got that back when I went to ESPN full-time in 2019 and ended up doing five different entities for them. And then now to uh, to be in Gainesville and be a part of the Gators, not only through football season, but men's basketball too. And, and I'll be watching a lot of baseball. <laughs> uh, and I think I think part of my role will be to help out on some of those those digital telecasts, yep. um, you know, in the baseball season, but you know, to to be to be involved in a college town again, where you have the rhythm of the seasons, and on a Wednesday night, I can go catch the volleyball team play. I can watch world class uh, track and field, swimming, lacrosse, soccer. I mean, all of it. Just there, that's something that I've yearned to get back to, and, and I, I can't wait to be back in a town where you can have all of that as a sports fan. Sean Kelly, our guest here on Sports Scene. He is the brand-new voice of the Gators. Sean, in, in your bio, you were a firefighter? Tell me about that. I was. Um, I did it for uh, five or six years, I guess. It started it, – it, this, is, this is really strange. Um, <laughs> so when I was doing the NBA thing, I had this gigantic offseason. So when the Pelicans would get done, if it was a good year, it would be sometime in May. If, if not, it would be sometime in April. Right. And and I really wouldn't have a whole lot going on until uh, training camp would start in late September. So, again, I can't sit still. I always have something going on. It drives my wife crazy. But I, I decided the local fire district here was a, at the time, was a combination of paid firefighters and volunteers. So I thought, well, maybe I could be a volunteer firefighter. So I 
I went after that process, got involved, went through all the training that's involved to become a volunteer firefighter. And then it was going so well for me and I guess the department too that they wanted me to take the next steps to become a paid firefighter. So I, I looked at them kind of strange. I said, well, you, you do know I have you know this NBA schedule that kind of gets in the way. <laughs> and they said, well, we're always, we're always in need of a flex guy. So somebody who can – uh, pick up shifts when available, help guys when they're on vacation, you know, kind of kind of be a Swiss Army knife type yeah. type person with their schedule. So it worked out in this way, and I'm making this much longer than it needs to be, but I basically each month would give the fire chief my schedule, and then we would plug and play uh, around my work schedule when it was in season, and in the off season that I would kind of work kind of on a regular shift, which in this department was, you know, you'd work every third day basically. Um, and they were super great. I took an online course actually through LSU's fire training Academy for the academic book side of it. Hmm. And then I would do the training and the physical part of it, um, in between road trips basically. And so it took about a year, but at the end of that, I, I ended up being, you know, a firefighter, uh, until basically my ESPN and Pelicans and Saints schedules got too much to where, it just wasn't going to work for all parties involved. But I, I wouldn't trade it for anything. Yes, it is what you think it is. Driving a fire engine is the coolest thing ever. Um, <laughs> but I, I look back on it now and go, I think I might have been the only sports play-by-play announcer slash firefighter. Yeah, I think recall. you may you so. may have that distinction. <laughs> I, uh, but you know what? We have a little bit in common. I, I'm one of the Gator baseball voices, have been for a long time radio guys. And I once was the public information person for our county fire rescue department here. So we have a little bit in common there. Um, yes, we do. Several okay. people have emailed me, Sean, in closing and wanting to know, where can we hear examples of Sean's work? I want to hear him before he starts. Can, can you help there? I'm, I'm trying to think if I can. Um, gosh, I, I, I'm pretty sure there's some stuff you know, online somewhere. It's amazing what kind of a trail one can leave now yes. in the digital space. Yes. Um, I will I will effort here to try and get uh, some tape, and now I'm dating myself by saying tape. <laughs> I will try and get some, something out there for folks to get a little bit of a taste. Um, and, and if you'll bear with me, today is a little overwhelming. Uh, yes. Yes, uh, but I will try and get something out there uh for folks to get at least an idea of what's coming their way when the Gators open against the Utes on September the 3rd. Well, I know how busy you are, Sean, uh, so I appreciate you taking time to join us here. Look forward to meeting you and working with you, and uh, welcome to Gator Nation, the new voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly. Thanks for doing this. I appreciate the warm welcome. I can't be, I can't wait to be there and be on your team, and I can't wait to hear you doing baseball in person. That's going to be awesome. Thank okay. You. Thank you, man. Thank you, Sean. Sean Kelly, brand-new voice of the Gators. Um, and there's only been four since 1940. 